welcome to another episode of Living an Ultra Life. Today, I'm going to talk to you about back of the pack runners have more fun. It's true. You know, if all the fast runners knew how much fun the back of the pack runners have, they'd slow down. Now, fast runners slowing down will happen about the same time that back of the pack runners start running six minute miles. So I don't think there's much to worry about there. This thought came to me back in January as watching the incredible Jim Walmsley attempt to break the 100K world record. As I was watching him run this race, I, I was sitting there going, man, I wish I was fast. Then, of course, I woke up and realized uh, I'm not fast. So, you know, there's no sense wishing I was fast. But I was at the end of the race, I was watching Walmsley try to process how he possibly could have squeezed another 12 seconds out of his shot. And I realized the dude's missing all the fun. Because the fun at the back of the pack, it starts almost as soon as the start signal goes off. You know, they blow the horn or they sing the Star Spangled Banner or they just go, go, you know, whatever it is at your particular race. And this is the point where this is a lot of fun. So, you know, maybe I'm just going to give you a tip here. Maybe go to the back of the pack, just one race and watch this because this is the first fun part. It's the only time where you'll get to see the elite burst out of the start gate, hurtled down the trail. Their feet are just going so fast. You're just sitting there going, my God, that's all right, because they're missing all the fun. The fun never stops in the back of the pack. So I'm going to give you a couple things that you can see at the back of the pack that you will never, ever get to see at the front of the pack. Think about how ultra marathons start. This is the first one. Ultra marathons always start in either a parking lot, a field, or a road, something wide, all right? So they, they always kind of start wide. And within the first mile, mile and a half-ish, they hit a single track trail. And if you're in the back of the pack, this is so much fun to watch because it actually creates this fun little conga line where you see this long line of runners and they're all in rhythm as they try to avoid stepping on each other as they make their way into the mountains. And I'm telling you, it looks like a conga line. In the back of the pack, we're going, dun 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 as we watch the really good runners burst out into speed and have to do this little conga line act. Actually, it's so much fun. In the back of the pack, it's a much, much different thing. None of us are impatiently trying to get around the person in front of us so that we can get into our rhythm. At the back of the pack, we're exchanging phone numbers. We can all quote David Roach's article that he wrote for Trail Runner magazine. It was called The Importance of Starting Slow. We can quote whole sections of, the, of that article. So one of the things David Roach says, you can't make your run in the first mile, but you can break it. Back of the pack runners, that's like our mantra. We're like, hey man, you can't make your run in the first mile, but you can certainly break it because there's like another 99 miles to go. So we're not going to dig our, ourselves a fatigue hole on the first climb. We're going to take it nice and slow. We're back there exchanging phone numbers. We're talking about what we're going to eat at the first aid station. 
Now, chances are later on in the eight stations, I'll, I'll tell you the frustration with being a back of the pack runner. But in the back of the pack, everybody's relaxed. And really, what we're not concentrating on trying to win the Dagon race. We're concentrating on trying to live. We want to live through the race and make it to the finish line. That's our whole concentration. That's what the joy of being in the back of the pack is because we're back there. We're cutting up. In the front of the pack, what they're doing is they're trying to maneuver around each runner so that the guy behind them has to eat their dust for the next couple miles. In the back of the pack, we're going, okay, hey, Sally, you want to get in front for a while and you just kind of draft for us? Hey, Mike, why don't you get in front and you draft for a while and then you, know, you can kind of fall back here and then I'll, you know, I'll get in the front and you can draft off of us for a while because we actually believe that you can draft in the back of the pack. You can't actually do it in the front of the pack, but you can draft in the back of the pack. It's a lot, 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 lot more fun in the back of the pack. Did you know the second thing that you'll find in the back of the pack, the course is different at the back of the pack than it is at the front of the pack. I remember one year I was running the Bighorn Mountain Wild and Scenic Trail Run. The course was a complete, absolute mess. The first 18 miles of this 52-mile run, I think there wasn't an inch that wasn't ankle to calf deep mud-sucking slop that you're just kind of getting through. And After the race, I was talking to a friend of mine who's much faster than me, and I was talking about the mud as I'm trying to peel the socks off my feet that are like permanently stuck to my skin from this mud, and he's going, huh? That's weird because like when we went through, the trail was still frozen and it was actually really runnable and fast. That's the kind of thing where, you know, you just go, yeah, uh-huh, good for you. Because it was a sloppy, muddy, wet bleh, mess for us. But that sums up any ultra marathon out there. The course is always much different when the fast runners go through. One year, same race, fast runners had to run through this thigh-deep snow the first 10 miles of the race. It may not have been thigh deep. I may be exaggerating just a tad there. Okay, so I'm taking a little creative liberty. But the snow was deep, and the fast runners had to get through it. By the time all of us in the back of pack went through, it was nice and packed down. It was lovely. You could run on it. You weren't sliding around because, you know, it was had enough dirt and stuff in it. It, was, it looks different when the slower runners get to sections of the race than when faster runners get it. I remember talking with a faster runner at the end of the race about the sunset on the cliffs in this one section. And I asked him, I said, man, was that as stunning to you as it was to me? He's like, um, I went through the same section mid-afternoon and I was just concerned about not dying of thirst in the sun. And I'm thinking, yeah, I went through it probably about three hours later. The sun was setting and it was beautiful. So aid stations take on a whole different look when you're coming through at the back of the pack. When runners at the front go through, the food choices, they're abundant. They're varied. When the runners at the back go through, they're just happy there's some food left to eat. Yeah, we're not sitting there going, huh? Let's see, do I want to 
choose between the peanut butter and jelly sandwich or the peanut butter and honey salmon. Oh, look, there's orange slices. There's watermelon slices. <gasps> cherries. There's cherries and strawberries at this aid station? Yeah, back of the pack runners, we get there. Like, ah, there's an orange slice. Grab it quick before the next person gets it. There's a little teeny piece of banana left. Oh, my God, I've scored at the aid station. It's just totally different. At the back of the pack, we're going... Uh, is there maybe like a half of a ramen noodle cup? Like maybe there's part that one of the fast guys only ate like half of it. And maybe you could just dump some like hot water in it and warm it up for me. And I don't mind eating, you know, the other half. Nighttime looks different at the back of the pack. I'm not sure this is true, but I think all the scary eyeballs in the world come out long after the fast runners have gone past. You know the scary eyeballs at night, you know when you're running along the trail and you got this little headlamp or waist lamp. I'm kind of grooving on the waist lamp lately. Maybe we'll do a podcast on that. But So you're running at night and you're looking around, man, and there's like eyeballs staring back at you at night when you're a back of the pack runner. I think it's because they know that, hey, he's slow. I can catch him and eat him. And the fast runners are going, oh, man, no, that's too much work. And they're not going to go eat that one. The other thing, the predators, when they see the back of the pack runners go through, they're going, dude, don't you chase this one. He'll probably die if I growl. You know, the fast runners go past and they're like, eh, not going. Another little comparison, back of the pack, you know, front of the pack. So one section of ultra marathon looks precisely the same. And it's whether you're at the front with the fast runners or at the back with the slow runners. That place is the finish line banner. It's stretching across the trail. And it doesn't matter if you just set the world record or whether you just finished dead freaking last DFL. See, when you hit the finish line, the hugs all feel the same. The relief to finally know you're getting off your feet feels the same. Knowing you earned that finish by persevering and pushing past your limits always feels the same. It doesn't matter whether you're at the front or whether you're at the back or whether you're somewhere in the middle. The finish line for everybody is always the same. That is the great thing about ultramarathons. When you finish an ultra marathon, you know you just did something unique that you'll remember the rest of your life. I'm right now working on an article that I'm writing for Runner's Life on Medium. It's comparing the finish line to life because I think the finish line is a, is a beautiful thing. And that's why what I like to do when I finish an ultra marathon is I like to hang around the finish line. And all I'm doing is I'm watching the way that people cross the finish line. Because, you know, some people, they'll start seeing the finish line a little bit further down, and they're going to dead out sprint past that finish line and do it. And that's kind of the way that they approach life. Everything is kind of a dead out sprint, and they're just waiting to finish things. Then you've got the people who, as they approach the finish line, you'll look and you'll see there's a lot of sweat in their eyes. It's like the sweat just sort of, it balled up in their eyes and it started flowing down their cheeks because they know that they just did something that maybe three, four years before they never thought was possible. Maybe they are one of those people that go, you know, I'm not a runner. I don't run as fast as all these people and I'm not a runner. Maybe they go to run clubs and they just go, gosh, I wish. And they label themselves as a slow person. But when they cross the line of an ultra marathon, the tears are flowing because they know 
they just did something that they're going to remember for the rest of their life. I've seen people, and I've done this myself, when you approach the finish line and you just stop and you gaze up at those letters, F-I-N-I-S-H, and you just tell yourself, thank you, God, for the strength to get through this thing. Thank you for the resolve to not quit when it was hard. Thank you for the discipline to train when I didn't want to get up early in the morning and go train. And you look up at those little letters, F-I-N-I-S-H. And I don't care if you're a front of the pack runner, a mid pack runner, a back of the pack runner. Every single finish line is an achievement. Every single finish line is something that you'll look back on and go, I am so grateful I pushed myself to do this. So the last little tip, this is for all you front of the pack runners, back of the pack runners have more fun and they get more value for their entry fee for races because we're on the course longer. I know, that's fun. The fact of the matter is everybody finishes and they know they gave it everything they have. And that is the beauty of a finish line, whether you're at the front of the pack or the back of the pack. I got to tell you, though, that through the race, back of the pack runners are having a ball. We're encouraging each other. We're trying to get each other over the hump. We're lending a hand to people. We're sharing food with people. We're sharing water with each other because we're each other's biggest cheerleader because we all know one little secret. We all know that the minute that we round the bend and see the finish line directly ahead of us, we just did something amazing. So that's why back of the pack runners have more fun. You can be a back of the pack runner, you can be a front of the pack runner. But one thing I would like you to do, always remember, Running is supposed to be fun. Running is this thing that we do to enjoy being out in nature. Running is this thing that we do because we have got the legs to be able to go out and do it. So whatever you're doing, live an ultra life by making sure you're having fun running, making sure that every time you get out there, you're having a blast. And if you want to come back and join us in the back of the pack and have an absolute ball at your next ultra marathon, you're invited. It's cool. Everybody is welcome at the back of the pack. Love you guys. Thanks for listening.